Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Lynn Levinson and directed by Max Huttle. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Vacation days are over for America's millions of school children, or so many parents think. The actual truth is most of these youngsters are beginning a part-time vacation. For generally speaking, our public school system is in such sad condition that it can offer only a part-time education to these children. The nation is short some 345,000 classrooms this fall, which means three out of every five classrooms are overcrowded. We need 118,000 new elementary teachers to take care of the increased enrollment and to replace teachers leaving the profession. Obviously, nothing will be done unless parents and citizens generally take an active interest in bettering the existing conditions. The National Citizens Commission for Public Schools was founded to encourage such interest and to help people transform interest into constructive action for improving our schools. For guidance from this commission and for free material on what's being done in other communities, write Better Schools to West 45th Street, New York City. Ever fall heir to a windfall so small you didn't know what to do with it? Well, that seems to be the current problem of Fibber McGee and Molly. Four dollars and eighty-eight cents. Four eighty-eight, a fine tax refund on all the money I poured into that federal government. Well, I know you were expecting more, but there's an old saying I just made up: "It's better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick." Hmm. Well, there's no use setting up a trust fund or going into business or planning my retirement with four eighty-eight, kiddo. We might as well live it up. That's for me. What did you have in mind? A little surprise, kiddo. I'm going to take you out to dinner. Wonderful. I'm your girl. Take you out for that swell two-buck buffet dinner they have at the Ritz Vista Hotel. In the sump room. Good, good, good. We haven't been there in ages. That's a perfect way to spend our refund check. Well, come on, let's get dressed. Now, you go ahead. I'll be right with you. Want to go out to the kitchen and get the sandpaper and the shoe polish? Sandpaper and shoe polish? What are you going to do with that combination? Spruce myself up for dinner. What else? <laughs> going to take the shine off the seat of my serge suit and put one on my shoes. <laughs> They've changed the sump room all around. Yeah. Sort of a Louis the Quince motif. French. What do you got to do around here to get a table? Make a noise like a $5 tip? Hush, McGee. Here comes the head waiter. Not the head waiter, Molly. The mater d'. That's short for mater d' hotel. Yes, monsieur. That is me. Uh, two? Two what? There will be two people. There are two people, my good mater d'. My charming wife and myself. Uh, to be sure. This way, please. New decorations, I see. Just put them in? Yes, sir. In 1948. That long ago? Now, we rarely get over to this part of town, Mater. Except when we're slumming, of course. Now, this table will do. Oh, I'm sorry, monsieur. What's the matter? You saving for somebody else? Well, I'll have you know our money's just as good as anybody else's. Oh, it isn't that, sir. Yeah, and a lot better, too. We'll take this table. But if the man doesn't want to give you the table... I would like to oblige you, sir, but I really cannot. Oh, so you cannot. If he says he cannot... I happen to like this table. 
And if you're going to be stubborn about it, bud, we'll talk to the boss. Who's the boss of this joint? Boss? He is, McGee. He is not. I am not. He is, too. Who is? You are, monsieur. You are the boss. That's a better attitude. I am only the maitre d'. Technically, the maitre d' is the master of the dining room, but the manager, he gives me the orders. The chef, he gives me the counter orders. The waiters, they have the union, give me the new orders. The buzz boys, they laugh at my orders. The customers, oh, oh, the orders they give me. (laughs) You know what maitre d' stands for? He stands for anything and everything. Now, please be seated right here, where you insist on sitting. It's a table where the bus boys put the dirty dishes, but you want it, you got it. I'll send over a waiter. Robert, this table, take care of it. Oh, I don't care what he says. I like this table. So do the bus boys, only I hope they don't like it the same time we do. Good evening, sir. I'll get you your menus. No, we don't need them. We want the buffet. A little of everything to begin with. Then we'll pick out something we like to concentrate on second time around, and then... Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We haven't had a buffet dinner for four or five years. Oh, fine. I was all set. Oh, that's okay. We'll find something good, kiddo. Let's take a squint at the bill affair, Garçon. Uh, The maitre d' is bringing them over. Uh, Ready to order now, monsieur. Here you are. For this evening, our chef has prepared many specialities. Look here. Canard, sauvage à la lancienne. Langouste à la crème au porto. Waterveau, bercy. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm trying to follow you there, Cy. Wow. That canard. Eight fifty. That must be one of those base canards I hear about. Oh no 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 no. It is a canard sauvage. Wild duck, madame. Yeah, if he saw these prices, he would be. Boy. Six fifty seven dollars and a quarter. Oh, uh, perhaps you would like something lighter, monsieur. Here's just the thing. Grenouille et Grotin Boulet. What is it? Oh, madame, <laughs> it is delicious. Yeah, yeah, well, that's exactly what we had in mind, Mater. Bring us two of those, and coffee. Uh, oui, monsieur. Why'd you order that, McGee? You don't even know what it is. It's the cheapest thing on the menu, that's what it is. At five bucks a copy, it's got to be good, and gee whiz, I don't know where it is. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Mmm, these grilled lamb chops, are they delicious? And this barbecued beef, oh, it's sensational. Gosh, Peggy, I wish I could grill and barbecue at home, but my old range just won't do it. Then, Nancy, why don't you look at a new RCA estate? Oh? Mine grills and bakes and barbecues all at once. Why, it's the most wonderful range I've ever... That's right, ladies. With a new RCA estate range, you can turn out the recipes you've always dreamed of. There's a deluxe gas model with all these wonderful RCA features. Built-in griddle, barbecue or meat oven, balanced heat bake oven, finger lift broiler, and so many more. You can choose from 20 new RCA estate ranges, either gas or electric, to suit your own cooking preference. Prices start at just $144.95. See RCA estate ranges at your dealers now. Remember, the world's best names for quality. RCA and RCA Victor. Hey, waiter, garçon. Uh, yes, sir. You wanted something? Oh, nothing much. Just my dinner, that's all. But it takes time, sir. Everything is cooked to order, you know. Now, what was it you ordered? I ordered the grenels or the grottens or something. It's been so long since I gave the order, I forgot what it was. And didn't know it in the first place. I'll check your order, sir. It should be ready now. 
I wonder what it is that takes so long. Oh, probably some complicated French dish. I only hope that... Well, wonder... as I live and breathe, Fibber and Molly McGee. Well, hello, Dr. Gamble. Hello. Don't bother to get up, McGee. I wasn't going to. What are you doing here, Doctor? Sit down. Oh, I can't, thanks. I'm having dinner with the Andersons over there. I just wanted to say hello to you, kid. Ah, here we are. I brought it myself. The Grenouise au gratin boulet for two. Hmm? Did you say Grenouise? Oui, monsieur. Au gratin boulet. Oh, mm. <laughs> delicious. Bon appétit, madame et monsieur. Bon. Well, I better be getting back to my party now. Fancy you two eating Grenouise. Well, one never knows. One sure don't, beefy, breathless, and befuddled. What's wrong with two lovers of fine gumetry ordering these granuelles? Nothing, nothing at all. Only I never imagined you two would like frog's legs. Why, of course we do. Did he say frog legs? He didn't say pot roast. Hmm. Now what are we going to do? Oh, I don't know. I can't eat those things. If I'd have known what it was, I'd have never... Why, look at it. Four measly frog's legs. Five bucks. One frog. Hey, Nader. Over here. Uh, monsieur, please. What is wrong? This is what is wrong. The canoe? Oh, but you haven't touched it. And what's more, I don't intend to. Look at the size of that order. Five bucks for one frog. I can't swallow that. Uh, no, no, monsieur, you're wrong. Only the ant legs are used. There are two frogs there. It's still exorbitary. Don't tell me frog's legs has jumped that high. I do not know, monsieur. The chef, he sets the prices. Shall I send for him? No, we'll go to him. Which way is the kitchen? Downstairs, eh? Well, come on, Molly. Let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I tell you, five dollars is most reasonable for frog's legs. For them little things? There's about as much meat on them as a chicken wing. But it is a great delicacy. Fresh grenouille. They are so hard to find. Hard to find? Oh, did you hear that, Molly? Frankly, I'm no expert on the subject. You don't have to be an expert. You know that swamp near the south end of Dugan's Lake? Why, it's got a thousand frogs in there. A thousand, more likely a million. Well, at the rate you sell them for, that's five million bucks worth of frogs. There for the picking. Well, uh, maybe. But I am a chef, not a frog picker. You bring them to me. I will pay you very well, yes. For every pound of fresh frog's legs, I will give you a dollar and a quarter. But they must be fresh. There are probably lots of kids who'd be glad to go out in a dollar and a quarter a pound, you said? Mickey, what are you thinking about? Heck. Why, but I can go out there just one night and bring back a hundred or hundred and fifty pounds of frogs. Then you will make up to two hundred dollars. And I can use that much every week. You just made yourself a deal, Sheffy. Come on, Molly. Let's go home so I can get ready for this frog hunting expedition. What about our dinners out there? You're stuck for $10 whether we eat those frog legs or not, and I can't eat them. Me either. I'm not paying for something I... Hmm. That Mater D standing right by our table with the check, ain't he? Yes, and a suspicious look. I'll handle this. <clears throat> oh, Chef, uh, before we go... Yes, what is it? Uh, kind of an oddball Mater D you got out there. He claimed you'd get sore if we came out in the kitchen here. In fact, he claimed the hotel charges admission just to let people come out here in the kitchen to look at the chef. What? That is ridiculous. Gee, I didn't hear him say yeah, that. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> I guess he figured that'd keep us out, Chef. Would you mind hollering out to him and telling him not to go? Oh, that crazy Henri. Henri! Yes, Omar? These people, what do you mean there will be a charge for this? A charge? Well, uh, you mean we do not charge them? Certainly not. No charge, Henri. That is ridiculous. Very well, Armand, if you say so. Heavenly days, if that isn't the slickest. Well, thanks, Chef. I'll see you when I get the frogs lined up. I will be waiting. Tear up the check, Henri. You heard him. No charge. 
Garcon, my sombrero. Mrs. McGee, my arm. Come, my dear, leave us party. Fibber and Molly will be right back. This is John Wald with a suggestion to cheer your busy day along. Let NBC Radio keep you entertained and informed with an exciting lineup of daytime favorites. For example, there's the phrase that pays every weekday morning. A fast and funny quiz show with Ted Brown as the man with the questions. And you know, there's a big special feature about the phrase that pays that you should discover if you don't already know about it. It's this. You don't have to be in the studio audience to win prizes on the phrase that pays. Now, sir, you, right there at home can win some of the wonderful prizes Ted Brown gives away each morning. Why not listen tomorrow to the phrase that pays and find out how? It's easy and it's fun. Try it tomorrow and every weekday morning. And don't forget such other daytime favorites here on NBC as Strike It Rich, Second Chance, Welcome Travelers, and many more. Including, of course, your afternoon lineup of dramatic stories like Just Plain Bill and Stella Dallas, all on NBC. Hey, turn out the light so I can go to sleep. As soon as I finish figuring. Boy, this frog hunting is too valuable a racket to pass out. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Why, that chef at the Risk Vista will take $200 worth a week. Oh, dear. There must be hundreds of high-class places all over the U.S. which I can ship to. Why, I bet I could sell 15, 20,000 frogs a week. Ooh. Now I'm worried. What are you worried about now? Scared I may run out of frogs. Ah, oh, go to sleep. Okay. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Fritz Feld as the maitre d', and Jack Moyles as the chef. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for more adventures with frogs and frogs' legs as Fibber goes into the frog hunting business at Dugan's Lake. This is John Wall saying good night. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news tonight on most NBC radio stations.